Five, four, three, two, one. Que pasa, nerds? Welcome back to the Que pasa, nerds podcast. The podcast where we celebrate Latino nerd culture and everything nerdy. I am one of your hosts, Josh, and with me as always, the lovely... I am Yesenia, um, and I am at Sunkiss.sensei on the social medias. Yes, always. So Yesenia, uh, for episode four, excited to be here. Mm-hmm. But, you know, last episode for those who listened and thank you guys for hearing. Thank you for all the support uh, was uh, episode three, Revenge of the Fifth. So yeah. it worked out. I still love the title, but we celebrated um, May 4th and May 5th. So before mm-hmm. we get into our main topics today, it's like, tell me, how did you celebrate May 4th? did you buy any merch did you get lucky on anything um so my may the 4th and may the 5th was um, unfortunately unfortunately at work um as a lot of us were (laughs) yeah as a lot of us were um i did celebrate though i do regret not taking pictures uh that is the downside of what i didn't do because my outfits were they were on point Um, your outfits are on point i have to say that I try, I try, um, and especially with like a holiday like May the Fourth, I had, um, I had a lightsaber skirt, um, uh, that mm-hmm. I got a couple of years ago, and then I had a Darth Vader skirt for, uh, Revenge of the Fifth. So, pretty excited about that. Um, and as far as like what I did to celebrate because I was stuck at work all day, uh, for both days I ended up. Um, getting off of work um, and had a date night in and um, my boyfriend made pizza and we played Lego Star Wars uh, which if you guys have not played it's been out for about a year Um, Mm -hmm. definitely play it with somebody because it's so much more fun uh, playing together with somebody yeah I I bought that game and it's just been on my switch ever since I played it once (laughs) I I got it for my xbox Oh, your next Xbox player. It runs smoother. I am. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, my boyfriend caved and got on the Xbox because I got it. Uh, And I don't have PlayStation. So, yeah. He likes me or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty Um, cool, I guess. That's like like an important factor in a relationship, right? You have to like the person. Yeah, he he caved. So, because he's (laughs) definitely a PlayStation guy. Um, Oh, same, same. But then we... Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, but then we ended the night uh, by watching uh, Clone Wars, and specific. I like asked specifically for this episode because I think I've decided that it's my favorite. It's um the I think it's called the Phantom Apprentice. Um, yes, it's one of the, the last four episodes from the last season of Clone Wars. So good. Um, it is yeah. uh very mall and very ahsoka centered so it was perfect for us because that's our favorite characters yes um yes. yeah and then <laughs> and then we ended up um yeah and then we ended up <laughs> watching uh revenge of the sith on revenge of the fifth and just yeah that was fun so definitely enjoyed um my nerdy star wars dates with my nerdy star wars boyfriend i loved it um as far as like merch goes, I I kept it pretty tame. Um, oh, okay. I did. I it's mostly because I'm planning a Disney trip 
toward the end of May. Of course. So I'm going to try to, fingers crossed that I find some stuff down there. But I just, I caved and I got the, which if you listen to episode four, I was talking about this candle. Episode by three. The, uh, right. For recorded yeah, episode four. four. <laughs> 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 right. Sorry, my bad. So if you listen to the previous episode, there we go. I'll save myself that. Um, I talked about a candle that I was really excited that was coming out uh, through like a small shop and it uh, smells like the cold brew coffee from Galaxy's Edge and I love that thing. I bought that and I also bought two other candles because why not? Why not? Right? <laughs> <laughs> why not? I got... Um, well, you tend to and... buy like a matching set. It's like, well, if I'm getting one, might I, as well get the I, other one. I know. And it wasn't like an intentional like matching set. Um because I got, they had a Cal Candle, who is a character from the new Star Wars game. Mm-hmm. Well, and the previous one, I guess that came out, but um, he's the main character from Survivor, yes. which, yes, okay. I'm like, because they have different titles, mm-hmm. um, but he's the main character there. So I got that one. And then they had a Snips one, which is Ahsoka's like, nickname. Yep. So I'm really excited about that one. So we'll okay. see. I'm fingers crossed that it comes before we record this next episode. Yeah, and I'll post it. Okay. But um, th- those are my purchases. I do. I we also talked about a very special lightsaber on the last episode, and I know somebody who bought it. <laughs> no, he got it. He got it. Um, my boyfriend is a very big Cal. No fan. freaking um, way. I can't. This is okay. The thing, <laughs> the thing, no, the thing you guys need to understand, okay? The millisecond things are available online, especially if it's like Disney merch or something high end, mm-hmm. it is gone literally almost immediately. Like if you don't yeah. have your card information saved, like um, oh, he has his memorized and so. everything. <laughs> okay, well, power to him. I always forget mine. Yeah. <laughs> um, like you're, you're just gonna it's gonna instantly miss and those sold out within minutes well and it's funny too because he was telling me that he remembered that it was out and he was like i don't know if i'm gonna get it so he just happened to check while he was on his lunch i don't know what time it was and it was still available so what? he went this is a sign. Which is oh, okay. Okay. For you guys, yeah. Which, Let me just I'm check like, to I see if it's totally available. Understand. Well, you got people out here stressing and trying to get them. Yeah. <laughs> Boyfriend's he, lucky. He is he is very lucky. Um when we go because we have like a thing where we will go to like Kinokuniya, which is like a, a Japanese bookstore, and they tend to have a lot of little blind bags. Um okay, we let's... end up getting the ones that we want. And it's not one of those like, oh, if I feel it, I could, I know which one I'm getting. No, it's just like a random, like, it could be like a little board or it could be a tin can. I don't know. And we get the characters that we want because he just goes, this one. I need, I need so some, I'm like, some of that luck. I used to have luck you. back in the day anymore. <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm. He's waiting for it to come in. I'm very excited for him to get it. We have confirmed, by the way, that it is a dual-ended lightsaber. <laughs> uh, and so because it doesn't come with the blades, <laughs> I have them. So it's it, it will be a huge thing. I'm so excited for when he gets it because, oh, my God. I'm jealous. I can't wait to see it. I it's massive. Jealous. It is. I know. 
I have two. <laughs> and Cal's not even my favorite character. And I'm just like, that lightsaber is real nice. So yeah. anyways, um, yeah, I'm so excited for him to get it. He's been like, he's anxious to get it. And I am too, because he's just, he gets so excited about stuff like this. And yeah. it's just, I, it gets me excited so as if you can't tell. Mm. So even in, if you're listening, you could probably hear it, the excitement in my voice too. So yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. it's great. But what did you do? So I rambled on, but what did you do to celebrate? And what did you buy? If well, you bought anything. Okay. Well, from my May 4th and 5th, you know, compared to your little like date nights, uh, I spent it alone. <laughs> I don't care. No. <laughs> I actually, I really enjoyed my days. So May the 4th, I didn't Good. go out too much as I kind of wanted to. I know it's like, well, what do you mean? How much you wanted to go out? I wanted <laughs> to do a little more, but I went to sleep very late that night. Um, that Wednesday night, worked on the podcast, getting some stuff done. Mm -hmm. So I woke up and I was just kind of like, eh, you know, I'm just going to keep it tamed, I guess. <laughs> so I just wore my favorite Star Wars shirt. Uh, which is uh, says um Star Wars. Uh, so for those of you who don't know what I'm trying to say, I, I I joke around with saying what like someone asked me what's Star Wars. I'm like that's the way my mom says Star Wars. Uh, but <laughs> it's just it's just a way where like of older generation of people with just a heavy accent say Star mm -hmm. Wars in English. Uh, so it's just a funny play on words and people love it. Uh, but I basically just took like some Funko Pops, uh, Star Wars related Funko Pops. Uh. I, I ran the risk of taking my most valuable ones, my most favorite ones, but it's okay. We're in a safe place. Safe okay. place. It's okay. I'm like, cool. And it's I took, hey, but, but I took my two lightsabers, my Darth Revan lightsaber, okay. the purple one, and my dark saber in case anyone tried anything. Um, but <laughs> I live, I work in a great place. Uh, my coworkers and uh, my boss, they were like, so supportive they know i'm a nerd i've expressed it they so they got a little taste about who i am and you know how uh -huh. i do stuff so it was great to have their support so thank you guys so much um but then may 5th i didn't really do much i kind of just took everything home and i wore my star wars loteria shirt uh, oh, and yeah. actually got that from box lunch a few years back and so I still got it. It's a little faded, sadly. So I'm gonna see if I can get an updated version it's of it. Vintage. If it's vintage. Uh, thank, thank you. Yes, 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 yes. That's why Senya's a fashion vintage. queen here. It's vintage now, but I love it. And then while I was working on the fourth, uh, like you were watching your favorite episode, I put on the last season as background mm -hmm. noise for those last four so episodes because they're amazing. And of course, I also watched, um, you know, uh, episode three, Revenge of the Sith on Revenge mm -hmm. on May fifth. But as you were playing Lego Star Wars, I finally got to play Jedi Survivor. Oh, uh, and okay. a really, really quick recap for those who are listening who don't know what we're talking about, which for those of you who are supporting us and know nothing, thank you. We appreciate <laughs> you. guys are awesome. You guys are the, our number one fans. No, we appreciate you. But basically, it's just um, Jedi. This is the sequel to the first video game called Jedi Fallen Order. And it's basically the story of another Jedi named Cal who survived Order 66, right? And so if you watched Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith, you know what kind of happens when they wipe out all the Jedi. And it's a story of when he was still a youngling. He was like a preteen. Uh, we watched a lot of trauma happen. We got to relive trauma of Order 66 again. Um, again. 
but then it's just a story of him, you know, realizing his potential. He's being put in situations where he feels like he has to stand up and say something and do something. So it's just this journey of him of like his journey of being a real Jedi. But I also love uh, I kind of like what you mentioned uh, off off camera. Yes, and you mentioned off camera where Cal is basically like the male version of Ahsoka, if it's just a easier way to put it. They go through very similar journeys. Um, and I really hope that Cal and Ahsoka like meet up either in the show, uh, t- like animation, oh, video my game. Gosh, that would be so it cool. would be crazy because because for Star Wars, but we're, we're not gonna be talking to Star Wars too much, guys. We're gonna move on. <laughs> but for the Star Wars universe, I really hope just to finish this off, I really hope to meet have Ahsoka, Cal and Ezra join together at least once. I will die happy. Dave Filoni, John Favreau, please make that happen. But anyway, um, I really (laughs) didn't buy anything much either. I did get two things, which were the collaborative mugs with Starbucks. So I got the Mustafar. Oh, you got them? I got the Mustafar and I got the Coruscant. So I can't wait for those to come in. I'm excited uh but yeah guys but that's a little bit recap of may uh may 4th and 5th so moving on to our main topic for this week we are reviewing guardians of the galaxy 3 now volume 3 volume 3 okay this is the last of the guardians of the galaxy series sadly guardians of the galaxy we know them to be as we know know. but i i think they said this is the last one with all this cast together I don't mm-hmm. know. We don't know what can happen in the future. We'll see. But for me, Guardians has a special place in my heart. The first Guardians of the Galaxy is actually my overall favorite Marvel movie from the Marvel oh, series. Okay. Because when it came out, it was just it was just fun. It was mm-hmm. funny. I know the other Marvel movies were, you know, had some nice jokes and everything, but this was just a different vibe. Okay. And it, I was yeah. I was here for it. I don't know if you felt that, uh, felt that most, most likely you felt that a lot of people felt it was a different vibe. Yes. And it's so funny to like, think about now. Uh, I was actually thinking about it as like the credits were rolling after the movie was mm-hmm. over, like how, cra- like where I'm at in life when I watched the first one and like, I know. where I'm at now. Um, and also just like my whole concept of it, I guess you could say, because, um, I remember seeing the trailer for the first Guardians of the Galaxy and thinking, that looks, who the heck are these? Who's the Guardians of the Galaxy? Like, of all the superheroes, really, we're going to go with these guys? Who are they? It's going to be lame. It's going to be, I, I'm going to go see it because it's Marvel. Yeah. But I'm not going to be happy about it. As And then I left the theater <laughs> being like, that is easily one of my top Oof, marvel movies yeah uh, but, 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 <laughs> but no a, a lot of people were like that when i found out i was like guardians of the galaxy i knew who they were but i was like why guardians i did not but it clicked for me later on when i ended up talking to my friend will mm-hmm. um i like i hit him up and then i was like yo i was like how do you think about guardians of the galaxy and then he said for one reason and the two words he said were infinity stones instantly oh. thanos they're getting yeah. ready to bring in thanos but um and that was it of course, that but was i think like but i think we um 
at the time too, because when Marvel movies were coming out, I was reading co- some comics, but not all of it. And the Tesseract, right, from what we know from Marvel movies, was mm-hmm. technically um, a stone, an Infinity Stone, but it wasn't an Infinity Stone as we knew about it when it came in. But a mm-hmm. lot of people caught up onto that. They knew exactly what it was right away. So a lot of people early on knew that Thanos was coming eventually because if they're talking about stones, the rest are coming too. So, But for mm-hmm. me, it didn't click until later on when Guardians came out. And I was like, oh, this is real. And then when they showed Thanos at the end credit scene, it was just everyone since then was like, we're on board. People were like, who's Thanos? Who is this giant purple guy? <laughs> it's like, this is one of the big bads of Marvel. Um, mm-hmm. But... And since then, it's just been such a near dear move in my heart. I love, I play it as background noise. It's, I, I still laugh at it. Um, of course, oh, it has, yeah. has a bunch it's of so our good. favorite favorite actors. You know, we um whole cast with Chris Pratt, Bradley Cooper, Dave Bautista, Vin Diesel, um, uh, Palm Clementif. Um, hopefully, I'm not but- I'm butchering the name. Um, Karen Gillian, um, and Chuck Woody, uh, who was the main villain. Uh, for this uh, film and of course uh, one of my all-time favorite Latina actors Zoe Zaldana uh, who's always yeah. killing it but out of, uh, for this whole film uh, Yesenia out of 10 what would you rate this movie um <laughs> <laughs> loaded question it is a loaded question because I did enjoy this film mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it a seven. <gasps> seven. I give it a I nine. It, really? Yeah. Oh, we have very different opinions. We we well we again, this is good. We're gonna talk about it. So okay. well, yeah, but well, why why do you think? Oh, before uh, we're not gonna say any spoilers. We will let you guys know when we do talk about the movie, and there will be spoilers ahead. Um, but we're gonna try to talk about. But for as now, much you guys will stay. For now, stay. But yeah, why 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 seven out of ten? Yeah. Um, I think it's just because I, my, like, high, or I'm scoring it based on the other two films that have come out, volume one and volume two. Okay, that makes sense. And I really, really liked volume one. Uh, that's, like I said, it's usually one of my favorite Marvel movies. I, if mm-hmm. I had to, if I had to rank them, it's definitely in the top three because I'm not going to do this this is the best we're not doing that but um not today (laughs) uh but it's easily like top three top five um and it's just so good and I didn't feel as excited leaving the theater as I did when I watched volume one which is why I'm like Mm. giving it a lower score um it's not to say that I didn't like I would give it 7.5 okay it's a little bit better um because it's not to say that I didn't like the film. I really did. I enjoyed it. It's just, it felt a tad rushed to me. Really? And a little bit. Yeah. Hmm. But. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's, again, not that I didn't like it. Because I think the movie was, it was good. I, it felt more James Gunn film than it did guardians okay and which is not the vibe that you get from the other two 
yeah. I don't know. Okay. I see. Cause, I, cause I it, like, yeah, because seeing like if um so James Gunn who directed uh volume three of Guardians of the Galaxy and has done all uh the previous two movies mm-hmm. also has branched off and is now um one of the head honchos, honestly, in um in D- for the DC. DC. Yeah. Um so he's got a lot going on, which I don't blame him. And um, but as far as like writing and directing goes, I really do like his style. It's very um since the first one came out, he's definitely has his like, oh, that's a James Gunn film. Yeah. Because he does certain things. <laughs> and does. I think those those elements of what make his films his films were so it felt like a little bit more exaggerated in this volume three. So really interesting. I, See, okay, I like this conversation because um <laughs> again, everyone's opinion is valid. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh when it comes to any art, anything, art speaks to people in different ways. Me, on the other hand, I give it a nine out of ten. I don't want to get say a ten out of ten saying it was perfect. Uh, enjoying the movie, yes, 10 out of 10. Overall, I gave oh, it yeah, nine, easily. Nine, out of, 9 out of 10. So for me, you touched up on some pretty good points um, that I feel kind of like opposite kind of in. So like, oh. you, were, like you were saying, like you felt this was more of a James Gunn movie than a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. I, I actually liked that it was a little more James Gunn than just straight marvel that's fair because because the thing because especially from this last few phases that we've had uh, this last phase of um marvel mm-hmm. it to be honest it was it hasn't it wasn't its strongest okay that's fair but but also i, I know there was like a lot of stuff going on like when co uh, when the lockdown happened when covid happened or during the pandemic so a lot of things were rushed. A lot of things were going on at the same time. So there were there are different factors that I understand. But I think because Marvel had so much faith in James Gunn and how much of a success the first two movies were, they kind of let him play. It's like, you know, it's your last one. Go all out. And that's why I really like, because I also believe we've grown very accustomed to how Marvel is. We we that's go, fair. We've gone into the theaters expecting a Marvel vibe, and it's all been like you know serious. We have a lot writing on the line, and you know of course there's some witty stuff, some some jokes in there. But because we've grown accustomed to it, and I know there has been this long overall story arc going for a, over a decade, right? So we were in it for for the ride, the long ride. Mm-hmm. So, and I love that it's a James Gunn movie because. And not just that, but overall, just the story aspect. Um, if you guys have watched the other Guardians or just watched Marvel in general, this is kind of ending um, certain uh, storylines, like especially mm-hmm. when it comes to the relationship with uh, Peter and Gamora. Okay, mm-hmm. one of my favorite Marvel couples, and it's crazy on how they decided to kind of end their relationship but how they also they how they went their separate ways mm-hmm. so for me it was like seeing the relationship right where they meet they fall in love peter loses gomorrah right gets her back but from a previous timeline before mm-hmm. they ever met 
And so for me, I'm just like, you know, there's been movies and stuff where like someone like uh, love interest will have like amnesia. They will forget him. But by the end of the movie, they remember him. And then they're like, oh, I love you. They fall in love they, or they fall in love again. Right. That happily mm -hmm. live happily ever after. Here it was more like Peter, like that's not me. Like, yeah. I and that's something that gets um, mentioned a little bit here and there in the trailers as well. So this mm -hmm. isn't technically spoiler. It's not. He, um, we, we know we know the relationship arc. Yeah. This is where we're at going into the third movie. And I have feelings about it that I feel like I can't talk about until we get to the spoilers. Yeah, I don't want to spoil too much, but um, overall, I love how we just saw like how much the characters have grown throughout mm -hmm. the years or even with their time together. I loved it. And I love how, of course, it's usually, you know, abandoned misfits coming together for a goal. This one was more like, hey, our family is in trouble. We got to we got to get together and help out our family type of thing so i really loved that i appreciated it where it was like you know doing whatever you can for family um mm -hmm. or people that come into your life that you love um so overall for me i give it a nine out of ten and i before if anyone's listening to this if you have not seen yet and you want to take your kids i do want to let you know it's not crazy it's not scare scary but for some parts for some things it it might it might spook some some kids. It might be a little uneasy because when I went to go see it, there was this um kid. I want I I don't really know how old he was, but I want to say like around like eight nine. He was kind of like freaked out or scooped out for some some parts because there there are some heavy elements that to talk about. They talk about like you know animal cruelty. Uh, you know they modify different animals so you kind of see them in the middle of it. And, so and Rocket's one of those and Rocket and Rocket was one of those one characters, of those right? Characters, he, he's gone yeah. through that. So they kind of show a little bit more of his backstory. So he was a little bit freaked out. So just a heads up, if you have little ones, um, you know, go watch it yourself. Determine if it's good for your kids to watch it and then go um, and take your kids if you feel like they'll be OK. Um, it's just there's uh, there's a couple of elements that are, I think, heavy hitting. There are. And visually heavy hitting, um, because they don't imply too much they don't in this film. They yeah, show they, they, they show, show a little bit more than they have in previous Marvel movies. So just be forewarned. Yeah, it was, so, it, was it was a lot of like you know the 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 show don't tell that that kind of what like they say like um you know when like in filmmaking it's like show it mm -hmm. don't tell it because that's just a lazy way. But a lot of the you know Marvel movies they will like talk about certain things but never really like show it. And mm -hmm. we all knew a little bit about um, Rocket and his background, um, but now that we actually got to see it, and so it became they, real. The motivation, the motivate, yeah. So now going into spoilers, uh, for those who haven't seen, we want to let you guys know there are spoilers ahead. If you want to continue listening, keep continuing. If you don't care, if you do care, stop. Go watch the movie. Then come back. All right, please come back. <laughs> all right. So we're gonna quick quick pause. All right, if you just got back from watching Guardians 3 after listening to our podcast, welcome back. <laughs> but, <Hi. laughs> but okay, so straight up from, from start off on the movie, we start off with, um, you know, the Guardians just being the Guardians. They're in nowhere. They're basically setting up shop there and they've just, you know, yeah, again, relationship. That's their headquarters, That's their headquarters now. now. They're working with Cosmo. 
uh the dog the russian um telepathic dog uh and you know they're basically taking care of nowhere and that's what they set up shop and then off the bat we kind of see how they are um and then you know of course we see um peter quill hung over as heck um because he's still heartbroken about gamora he's going through it <laughs> he is really going through it and i'm like i've never experienced something like that and i hope i never ever do kind of like like we mentioned it's a little bit before. <laughs> it's not fun to lose literally find out the love of your life died then she came back to life and she was from a different timeline who did not know you whatsoever Right. It's a different type of grieving that he's having. It, it is because she's there, but she's but not. She's but not. that's not my Gamora, basically. Right. And he's sad that he will never have his Gamora again. But then, of course, it's, it kicks off. We get um, um, Adam Warlock comes in, starts busting them up. Look, um, he's looking for Rocket because Rocket he is, is basically such a fun character. He is I did not. Expect back to he, like he was, lot funner, he was a lot funner he was a lot funner funner yeah he was a lot more of a um he was i liked him i liked him in this movie um oh yeah 100%. you know and from the comics and other video games or anything like that adam warlock was always like a very serious no like no bs type of character but here it was kind of like you know he's like like huh like he just does whatever his mom Do you tells know him. that after he very much fits this role perfectly yes like yes, he does he a does. lot of roles like this and i cannot remember for the life of me his name but he's i forget he's such it, I a forget funny actor too. he is uh but basically it kicks off to where he injures rocket raccoon um and he's basically dying and mm. you know they have these like light med packs where basically it helps repair any type of injury, physical injury you've suffered, and it fixes you right back up. So, like, if you had a broken arm, you just fling that on right on your arm, and then pop, pops it all back together, was, and you're good. Ooh, that, yeah, that happened to Mantis. I was like, <laughs> ooh, but that's so cool. Uh, yeah. But, but basically, the story, overall story, was them trying to save Rocket, and they can't put the mech pack on him because there's a failsafe on his heart from back when he was experimented on. So this movie is a, you know. When we're going, we're seeing a lot of Rocket's uh, past, heart-wrenching past, which, you know, we kind of knew a little I bit cried. about. It was. But, God, Rocket went through hard. a lot. And, so and to see how he was at the end and the type of, um can't say person, he's not really a pastor, person, he's a raccoon. But the type of character he ends up at the end shows that, Anything that you go through in your past, any hardship, no matter how horrific, with time and having people that love you around you and keeping them around helps you heal. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, yes, a lot of the trauma and those sisters will kind of still be there. It's for sometimes it's, it's like a part of you, but you will always have people to fight, help fight your battles with you. And that's what I love about this movie where all the guardians came together and they're like, we need to save our our friend, our family member, right? Mm -hmm. Peter, right when the movie, Peter's like, like, no, I'm not going to lose my best friend, right? Because, mm -hmm. I mean, technically he lost Gamora already. He doesn't want to lose Rocket. Overall, the movie was very funny, witty. Um, Man okay, Mantis and Drax, their relationship together is one of my favorites. It, they're, they're hilarious so when they get together if you guys have not seen the mm -hmm. 
Guardians Christmas special on Nef- on Netflix. Oh my god. <laughs> on Plus. Disney Plus. <sighs> that just shows you the how the last time I've done internet content back when they were putting it on <laughs> Netflix. Um but I love the relationship. Mantis has come so much more out of her show. She's you know, says what's on her mind. She's a little more Mantis was easily my favorite character oh, in volume it. three. Yeah. I love um she was so so fun. She's and so she's fun. um Tom plays her just she's definitely grown with the character yes. and I, I really I I just I love her so much it's, easily. It's like, like you, you want to you want to be her friend. You want to have her oh, around. Yeah, she's so fun, and it's like you love. So I love it when she gets <laughs> mad because she's not the type of person to get super like angry and vulgar, but she completely turns into this other character. But I also mm-hmm. love her comedic side to where a lot, especially the physical comedy, where she's always the one oh who my like God, she was she falling on her head. The like, worst, right. and it's hilarious. It's like cartoon. Falling, everyone let like lands normally on the front, on like on their back or on their stomach. She lands on her neck. She gets hit on every the head. single time. It's like um in the space scene where everyone's kind of like floating in space. She's gracefully, like, gracefully, she's, like, she can't control herself. <laughs> she's struggling, and it's so hilarious. I love Vances in this movie. Um, and then you know Drax, uh, basically and group continue to be there. For their family, I love how Nebula kind of stepped up and not not necessarily took the place of Gamora in a way she kind of did. Um, but having her part being part of the crew makes her feel like she's just like she was part of she was with them since the beginning. Yeah. Um, but you know they've all had you know with being coming enemies to becoming family. I love mm-hmm. seeing that story um, come together. Um, it's so interesting too because I feel as though I, I mean obviously it's the third one and you know they the one thing I will say that I I have a bittersweet relationship with uh, how I feel about how the movie ended mm-hmm. but I also really like it because it it was the Guardians movie um, and I mean that and everybody's what they were struggling with at the beginning of the movie, it really does get quote unquote resolved. It's kind of resolved, but it's it's their way of processing yeah. and being okay with the issue or whatever problem that they had at the very beginning. That I did like, mm-hmm. but I also hated. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I get I get what you're saying. And I think here's here's where I gave it. Here's why I gave it such a low rating because. The first film and the second one, honestly, it was about um, it's a found family story. So if you know that trope from, you know, books and just as a trope in general, it's, you know, people from many, any whatever type of life finding a person or people. And, you know, despite whatever mm-hmm. downfalls or whatever things that they've gone through, whether emotionally, physically or just life's kind of just beat them up and they just they're still able to find people who are like hey you went through that but yeah i'm gonna take care of you regardless Mm -hmm. the first and the second volume they did that so well still and it still felt like they were a family and the fact that in volume three while it was about the family coming together to try to save one of their own 
they disbanded at the end. Yeah. I was like, that's not what Guardians was. Mm -hmm. You know? So, but like it resolved, you know, yeah. what each character was going through. So that's what I said. I, I guess to fill their character arc. Yeah, I get what you're but saying. Their whole, like, their character arc as a unit. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you, you disbanded it. Yeah. Well, and I get it, but I'm like, take, ugh. Take, yeah, well, you know, technically Rocket, Rocket, Groot, um, and Nebula and Drax are still together. Well, I, I liked, I liked how they did it because, um, it's kind of it's like a reminder which is about life in general right mm -hmm. because they did talk about um because they, they explained it very well of reasons why they disbanded and yeah why each took their individual routes right because even at the end of the day when you meet your family right um sometimes in life you know eventually you will be taken in a different direction but that doesn't mean you mm -hmm. lose family, right? They right. still said, if our family needs us, we will rush over to help you. Mm -hmm. But sometimes in life, we have to go and take care of our own things. You know, we got to mm -hmm. uh, find some answers. We got to go experience new things or take new opportunities that come our way, right? Mm -hmm. And I love how they took um, the ones who left. So Peter left to go kind of really start to let go you know of Gamora um and um, get back go back to earth you know mm -hmm. get back to his roots find out who he really is and you know it was so great to see his grandpa at the end they got together they hugged you know the the actor who played his grandpa did so well where it was just like th that's exactly how I see someone who like thought they lost their grandson years ago all of a sudden come back he's just like it's them and um if you were there for the end credit scene or it was just three of them just sitting together at the table eating breakfast just talking normally i loved it um because it's basically him just returning to regular life since when he was a kid mm -hmm. and then you have mantis who was like i never got to be free or experience the galaxy uh, by myself i need to really figure out who i am i was always in the service of um of her ego. of yeah um of him and then after him of ego um right oh my god I'm yeah. sorry i just had a, a weird brain fart in my head uh, so <laughs> I, uh him and then all of a sudden she went to hang, um, be with the guardians she never really got to make her own choice so that's the road where she's like, I want to make my own choices. I want to figure out my own path. I'm going to go figure that out. Um, So I like seeing them both move on. And then I like how Gamora is kind of, she's just going to be with the Ravagers. She found her people. They love her. Mm -hmm. She loves them. And they're going to continue on. And I love the little dance party they ended up the movie with. It's lighthearted. It was, it was a great send off for the Guardians. And for what's coming in the future, because, um, again, you never know what Marvel will do. Uh, if right. they don't officially kill a character, they can always come back in the future. That's true. Mm -hmm. This is true. So one of the nice 
things about how they ended it. Um, because with all the talk of the actors and of where they're at as far as playing these characters and what have you, they were really making it seem like somebody was not going to make it in the movie. And I think part of me was happy, but also a little like, oh, again it's good they're shaking they're shaking it up right like you said it was a james gunn film not really a basic marvel where it's like we gotta save their lives it's like are we like literally i felt was like are they really gonna save rocket or not like at the end i was like i really hope they 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 will but it's james gunn james gunn's gonna be like like yeah he could be like no we're gonna kill off rocket and that would have been a whole nother thing um, yeah. but I know they wanted to lend it on it and then uh, um on a lighthearted note. But um was it um Chuck Woody who played the uh the villain in this movie did amazing. He he he, did so he was a real real villain in this movie where he, again he wasn't like trying to destroy, he wasn't trying to conquer, he was just trying to perfect. And I th- mm-hmm. and when it's it looked at the extreme sense again perfection is unachievable mm-hmm. uh and the the lengths people will go to achieve what they call perfection is kind of what's shown as a, in in his character mm-hmm. where he goes out of his way to experiment on animals um on people Right, they don't show a lot of the human stuff, but you know they show you know a lot of the kids that are being trafficked, and you know that was that was a very heavy topic too. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, was just seeing the experience working on the animals, and then I mean, falling falling in love with Rocket's friends. You have, um, oh my god, what were, <laughs> what were their names again? Lila, Lila, Floor, Floor, and, and Teeth. Teeth, yeah, Teeth, Teeth, yeah, Teeth, Teeth. Yeah, uh, so we we only known him for a little bit, but I fell in love with him. They 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 made they made their lives what it was in the cage together. They showed him laughing, smiling, playing. It was a different type of found family. It, it was there too, and that's why I said there's a lot of each of the guardians went through their own, I guess. Next. They they've all like lost metamorphosis. Something. I don't know if that's the right word to say, but because at the very beginning of the film, and this is something that Rocket's been dealing with for the previous two movies, is truly letting somebody into his exactly. circle. Like he is part of the Guardians, mm-hmm. that much is for sure. But he fights it tooth and nail because he had a family. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't want another one because if he admits that he has another one, which is something that I'm just seeing Mary Poppins right now. Cannot think. <laughs> Mary Captain. Poppins, y'all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't think of his name. But anyways, it's something that he left with him before, you know, with their last conversation. Are you talking about like, Yondu? Yeah, thank you, Yondu. Okay. It's something that Yondu left with Rocket as far as, hey, you gotta let somebody in. Like I've been there. I know what that's like. You gotta let them in. Mm-hmm. And he's still fighting it at the end. And he's kind of like more, okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. This is this this is how I accept being a part of this group and accept these people, and still not accept them at the same time, which is really interesting. Yeah. But like, 
there's people like that. I've known a lot of them. And then yeah, by the I was end like of that the for a movie, while. Yeah, at, by the end of the movie, it's just it's nice to see that he's able to accept the fact that hey, they all came together to save him. Even Gamora, who at this point in time has doesn't know him, um, willing to risk her skin. Yeah, and they essentially all left and he was able to find accept that and accept a new family mm-hmm. a new guardians core yeah um so it his character arc from the first movie to now the last it, it it's probably one of my favorites as far as like development goes as yeah. far as like funniness it's mantis hands <laughs> down <laughs> yeah. just too too cool and she even is able to you know she's an emotional anchor literally because she's able to yeah, control emotion, emotions. emotions um but she understands that power that she has and doesn't abuse it mm-hmm. basically she uses it to mess with people especially Jack, oh, but... i love it i, lo- I love but... that scene where they were trying to break into the lab and then she's like touches the security card the security guard is like you're in love with Drax." And, and then she's just laughing at the time. She's just laughing at the time. And then they walk by through, and he's like, You do this every time. And it's, it's like, such a sibling thing to it's do. Such I a, feel. And it's yeah. funny because you know, her and Peter are siblings because of their because of the ego of their dad. Oh, you that's know, right. They, if you guys didn't know, oh, dang it. That was, okay, that was a major spoiler. Sorry for <laughs> you guys who did not watch the Christmas special. Um, basically, um, Mantis goes to Peter, and her Christmas present is to tell him that they're actually siblings so um they mentioned it in the movie oh actually no we already said spoiler you know what whatever uh i'm just rambling <laughs> but yeah no i i i love this um this movie i think i'm gonna go watch it again uh with some friends because i actually went alone i was oh, like okay. i was just chilling i was like you know what i want to go watch guardians right now i'm just gonna go do it and I just went by myself. And I like going to the movies by myself. You know, if you guys if you guys haven't gone to the movies by yourself, you just want to take time for yourself alone. You want to watch a movie. You can't find no one to go with you. Just do it. It was enjoyable. And I'm, I was still laughing. You know, everyone's in the theater laughing. Everyone's in the theater crying. Everyone's enjoying it. But I think for me, this is a great... It was a good way. Nah, great. It was a great way to end Guardians. Send them off. And to set them up for their next journeys. We'll see what happens um, in the future. But mm-hmm. but yeah, 9 out of 10 for me, 7 out of 10 for Yesenia. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but guys, uh, you know, to kind of end this episode, again, we always want to thank you guys for listening to us. Uh, Yesenia, any final remarks about the movie or anything else? Even though I gave it a lower score, I did, again, really enjoy it. Guardians is one that- of my MCU team ups that I MC yeah MCU yeah there we go um team ups that I really enjoy and it's probably my favorite so far I think Mar- the Marvels might test that because I mm, we'll it see. seems fun I don't know these trailers that are coming out there I'm like don't trust the trailers I know honestly that's true too but um I did really enjoy it I definitely recommend to go see it um if you can in theaters because i it's always a, such a fun experience and if not like it's gonna it'll come to disney plus soon but definitely definitely highly recommend watching it still it's a nice 
like he's Josh said, it's a nice send off to the guardian. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So still go watch it. Yeah, still watch it. <laughs> Okay, right, guys, uh, thank you for listening um, to episode four of the Kipasa Nerds podcast. Uh, we appreciate all the love you guys have given, have given us. Please make sure uh, you visit uh, our links, like and follow us on our social medias. We are at Kipasa Nerds on Instagram and TikTok. And make sure mm-hmm. you go follow Yesenia on her social media page, on her TikToks um, um, page. She's always posting something. Um, I am just lazy about posting and I get serious <laughs> about it, but follow her uh, on at uh, sensei, and then you can f- find me um, at um, Josh Sabi. Uh, again, just visit the link and you can find us and follow us, guys. But thank you guys so much for joining us on episode four, guys. Um, thank you so much and have a great thank rest you, of your you. weekend. All right. Bye. Bye, guys.